0: Everyone, My name is Faith O'Leary and welcome to the Podgrads podcast, the podcast where we talk about grad school, grad life, and all things academia. Today, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite topics, and that is imposter syndrome. Now, what is imposter syndrome? Imposter syndrome is kind of like that feeling like you're a fraud feeling like you don't belong in certain spaces or that you're unfit or unqualified to be where you are, despite all the evidence to the contrary. Um, so for me, I get this a lot when I'm in grad school, you know, um, feeling like I don't belong in grad school, I feel like I don't belong um, in spaces like this, academic spaces, um, and it's actually incredibly common. It can happen to students, professors, PhD uh, candidates, you know, no one is immune from imposter syndrome. Um, it's very prevalent, especially in grad school. So that's why I wanted to talk about it today. And to discuss this with me is my dear friend, Nineveh. You know, want to introduce yourself?
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Nineveh, and I am so excited to be on Future Dom's podcast to just speak about imposter syndrome and all the things that come along with it.
0: Yeah. So we want to tell us a little bit about um, your academic history, um, what you're studying in school, all that good stuff.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I entered an undergrad with um, an interest in psychology and also an interest in criminal justice. So Mm -hmm. I majored in psychology and got my minor in criminal justice. During my time in undergrad, I knew that I wanted to go to graduate school right away because with a bachelor's degree, you can't really do anything. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to progress my career as best as I could. And so with that, I got accepted into the McNair Scholars Program along with you. Mm And that was a lot of fun. And that's kind of where I got my first exposure to imposter syndrome. And then I applied to graduate school, got into grad school, and now I am currently studying clinical psychology with a counseling practice. I'm currently in practicum. So I'm currently a therapist at a college. So I counsel students between the ages of 18 to like 30. I currently have a client. So that's what I've been up to lately.
0: Awesome. Awesome, and you kind of mentioned it um, at your, during your intro, but what really was like your your first instance with imposter syndrome? Um, you mentioned doing that, feeling like that in McNair. Um, how was that?
1: Yeah, so the McNair Scholars Program, um, if you guys aren't familiar, is basically a program where you get to study something that is in- of interest to you and do research and all of that stuff to kind of get into grad school because like to get into a PhD program, you need research under your belt. And so I had an idea and I wanted to research it. And so I reached out to one of the criminal justice professors and I was like, hey, like, would you be willing to do research with me? And she was more than willing to do research with me. And we had a topic and we were researching it and all of that. And I was reading over literature reviews and I noticed that everyone's signature in literature reviews is basically Ph.D., right? It's their first last name Ph.D. Mm -hmm. And I was like wait, like, is this going to be my name? And Mm -hmm. she was just like, yeah, it's going to say my name, PhD. And then it's going to say your name. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't even have a bachelor's degree. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you want a room full of people to just listen to what I have to say. Mm -hmm. And I was just so scared about that because I was like, I am nowhere near smart enough to present research to a room full of people. Mm -hmm. And when we would go to conferences, It was just kind of like, there's people with PhDs in that room. There's people with masters, like people with so much higher degrees than I, and they're sitting in a room listening to me. And that's kind of where my imposter syndrome
0: began. Yeah, Can you kind of explain what that feels like for you? Like, what is it? What is that feeling? What goes in your head? What are the thoughts you find yourself ruminating on?
1: So it's kind of like stage fright in a way, right? Like you don't feel worthy enough to like stand in front of these people and Mm -hmm. My thing was is that I was so afraid that my professor, my mentor was like, you're the expert in the room. Like, you know your research, you know what you've read. In that room, in that instance, you're the one who knows the most about this plot. And I'm just like, okay, (laughs) like I know the most. So I just go into the room and I'm just like, okay, I know what I'm talking about. And if somebody has a question, I can answer them. And if I don't know the answer to that question, I think the most empowering thing you can do is That's a very good question. I unfortunately don't have the answer to that, but I would be more than happy to research it with you later.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, very good. It's definitely very, very helpful to be able to say, hey, I don't know everything. I think it definitely helps, especially with like feeling imposter syndrome. Um, But do you find that certain topics or or, um, atmospheres trigger imposter syndrome in you?
1: Definitely when I'm in a room full of people with higher degrees than me. Um, Currently, I just have a bachelor's degree. I'm working for my master's degree, but I don't technically have it yet. Mm -hmm. So when I'm in a room filled with people with a PhD or a PhD candidate, that's when I start to get a little intimidated because that's where I want to be, but that's not where I'm at. Mm -hmm. So I look at them and I'm like, am I speaking eloquently? Am I presenting myself correctly? Do I look professional? Do I seem smart? Like all of that stuff.
0: Mm -hmm. What, what kind of, um, where do you feel like this imposter syndrome comes from? Does it have like, uh, does it go back far in your life? Does it come from insecurity? What does it kind of feel like? No. So I'm actually
1: a fairly confident person. Like I would say I'm pretty confident. I think the imposter syndrome comes from my own battles with myself. Right. Mm -hmm. I never think I'm smart enough, especially in the psych fields. I mean, you. I majored in psych as well, right, and you're studying psych, and you know that, like, people will present themselves with, like, their first name, last name, comma, LCSW, LCPC, and then so many other types of credentials that they have, Mm -hmm. and so it's just basically in that constant competition with myself, and I know it's impossible for me to get all of the credentials, all of the licensures, and so it's like, if I see somebody who, like, I eventually want to be in LCPC, right? licensed clinical professional counselor, and I see somebody with an LCSW, I'm like, well, what do they know that I don't? Yeah, and it's right? just kind of like this hunger for education.
0: Oh. So
1: it's just kind of like the psych field, I feel like creates that competition.
0: Oh, definitely, especially in psychology, because it is so competitive. It can be really, really difficult. Especially when you're feeling imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Especially within the like, psych field because you have the
1: DSM and it's just so big. Yes. And people are like, oh, what would you diagnose me with? And it's like, <laughs> I don't know. Let me take out my pocket DSM. <laughs> like, I don't know. And then people, when people are like, oh, my therapist has this type of approach. And I'm just like, I don't know what that means. And like, how do you not know what that means? And it's like, you don't understand how many approaches there are. Yes. There's like,
0: so many. There's so many. So many.
1: And we just don't know them all and there's no way we can know them all
0: Mm -hmm. and it's crazy because psychology is such a big field you you know you obviously have so many subspecialties and it's like you can't know all of it about everything like i would love to be the expert on all things psychology but Mm -hmm. you have to like know what you don't know you know like acknowledge it um so i guess the real reason that people are here to listen is What do you do about imposter syndrome? How have you found ways to cope with it? How do you deal? So basically how I kind of deal with
1: imposter syndrome is going back to what my professor told me, my mentor, is that you're the expert in the room, right? So when I overcome my imposter syndrome, I basically become the expert in something. So for example, Larian psychology, i don't really know that well Mm -hmm. right but freudian psychology and psychodynamic Mm -hmm. that i would say i'm an expert at because i've read it i've read the literature i studied him because that's what piques my interest Mm -hmm. so a way i overcome that imposter syndrome is like hey i may not know about this type of psychology but i do know about this type of psychology and i can better educate you in that area And it's kind of to like overcome the imposter syndrome to be like, okay, I'm not educated in everything, but I am educated in something. Right. I have not been going through seven years of schooling (laughs) for nothing. Yes. For literally nothing. Yes.
0: What do you, what do you do? Me? Oh goodness. Um, well I deal with imposter syndrome a lot. Um, I said this before we started recording, but I'm currently dealing with imposter syndrome right now. Um, I'm trying to apply for PhD programs and, that is truly the most intimidating thing (laughs) that one can do um, especially when that is your dream to do so i have been desperately trying to feel better about myself uh this i don't know if this i guess is a a good uh, tip but i always like to dress up i don't know why but every time i'm feeling like a fraud i like try to wear something that makes me feel confident or make me feel like strong and like i notice how that changes how i feel like it makes me stand up a little bit taller walk a little taller like so if I know I'm going into a space that is going to intimidate me I try to look more intimidating Mm -hmm. (laughs) um which is overcompensating for how insecure I feel but it definitely actually does make me um more confident I think that and I like to try to actively remind myself of my accomplishments Mm -hmm. like I try to have you know like physical reminders so like have your degree hanging on your wall or like have pictures from, you know, I have pictures from my McNair conferences and stuff, um, all over my room. Um, just little like reminders of like, Hey, we've been here, we've done this. Like we can still keep going and everything's going to be fine. Like I remember when I felt like a, a, an imposter at McNair, that was like my first experience with it too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was terrifying, you know, like coming out of, you know, finishing your bachelor's, going into, conferences and doing your own research and summer programs graduate record exams all of it like definitely scary um yeah conferences where there's tons of doctors students doctoral students it's it's crazy um yeah that's kind of what i have done yeah
1: no i totally (laughs) agree with like the dressing up i've definitely like ever since entering grad school in our first year of grad school our program was just like hey just let you know your professors are looking at you like the way you present yourself the way you speak the way everything so i took that and i was like let me change my wardrobe (laughs) in undergrad i was just wearing leggings a shirt a sweater like i was just you know it was a step up from my high school look (laughs) Um, But then when I got into graduate school, I was like, wait, let me put on the jeans, let me put on the skirt, like, let me dress up, like, let me Mm -hmm. present myself the way I want people to approach me, Yes, and that's as a professional. Mm -hmm. So if I want to be approached as a student, I'm going to dress as a student, but when you're in graduate school, you're a professional now, you're no Mm -hmm. longer just a student, you're a student and a professional, Mm -hmm. and that's how I want to be approached as, and that's how I want to be respected
0: as. Yeah, no, definitely. I remember when I bought my first blazer for a conference, and that was like, that was my moment. I was like, wow, I'm a professional. I mean, you feel like a real grad student. Um, now I know that we've mentioned this earlier that imposter syndrome is really common. Um, have you had any conversations with students or faculty or anyone else that you know about the subject? What have you learned? What have you found interesting? So what I've found interesting is that everyone in our McNair
1: program had imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. There is not a single one of us that did not have it. And what I found most interesting about that is that I would look at you guys, I would look at my cohort and be like, you guys are so smart. Like, what are you talking about? You're nervous. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. If you ever see Faith in one of her presentations, this girl is sounds so smart, and knows exactly what she's talking about, is so passionate about her research topic. It's kind of like, can I approach you and ask you a question? <laughs> So it's like, and knowing that she has imposter syndrome, it's kind of like, well, then what does she think of me? Like when she, when I present, like, does she look at me? Like, am I smart? So it's just kind of like, we get so inside of our heads that we don't see how other people are perceiving us. And that's a big deal with imposter syndrome because it's about the way we perceive ourselves and not the way others are perceiving us. Yes, 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 yes. And I thought the same thing about
0: you during your presentations. I remember watching your your presentation um, about, uh, uh, high school dropouts, which mm-hmm. was very very good, um, and the same same thing. You were so professional, like you seem so knowledgeable, and like you saying, like, you are the expert in that field. Mm-hmm. You knew your research up and down, and you definitely showed it. Um, and that's what I think the other thing about imposter syndrome is, it always feels like it's written on your face, and it's not. <laughs> Like you feel like you can, like everyone can see that I'm nervous, and no, nobody can tell. Nobody can tell that you don't feel like you belong. You look like you blend in. It's perfect. What do you wish more people would talk about when it came to imposter syndrome? Are there like certain aspects you wish that if we could talk about more?
1: Yeah, so I would definitely appreciate it. if People with their doctoral degrees could speak more about how they feel imposter syndrome, right? Because. Mm-hmm. People with doctoral degrees, that's it. Like, you've made it. Like, you – so the way I've been presented with the degrees is that a bachelor degree is a general knowledge. And so you have a general knowledge of the field that you studied. A master's degree is when you're like, okay, I've studied everything in this field that I chose, and I've mastered the field. Once you get a doctoral degree, it's like, I know everything in the field. I'm just adding to it. So when you get to that doctoral level, you already know so much, and people expect you to know so much. And it's just kind of like, how do you deal with that expectations of knowing so much?
0: And being expected to know so much.
1: Right, exactly, and it's like, when you're expected to, like, when you're expected to know everything, right, when you, when people go to their doctors, right, they'll go to their dermatologist, and they'll be like, what's wrong with my foot?" And the dermatologist is just like, I don't know, I deal with your skin. <laughs> like, yes. I'm not dealing with your ingrown toenail. <laughs> not my issue. Right. It's the same thing with psychology. People expect us to know everything, and the person's just like, I am a ABA therapist. I'm yeah. a behavioral therapist. I have no idea what is going on in your mind. I'm not a neuroscientist. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're very, very different. Like different hats in psychology that you can wear. Um, so, is there anything that you wish you had known about imposter syndrome before coming to grad school, or any anything you wish to impart on other people before they come into grad school, or people who are struggling with imposter syndrome?
1: If you're struggling with imposter syndrome, I would just sit back and ask myself the question why? Like, what is triggering this feeling? And is it because Mm -hmm. there's somebody around me that's putting me down? Or is it me who's putting myself down? And so once you can kind of realize who's putting who down, if it's yourself, then go out there and just teach yourself more about what you're interested in, not what everyone tells you to be interested in. Mm -hmm. And then if it's somebody around you that's putting you down, find yourself a mentor that will lift you up and that is willing to teach you more. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's I think, my biggest advice. That way you can overcome it, because then it becomes the point of how you're perceiving yourself and not how others are perceiving you. Because mm-hmm. hearing Faith say that I sound smart when I Present my research is just like an added thing of like okay I'm just perceiving myself this way other people are perceiving me as the way I want to be perceived as mm-hmm.
0: yeah I really like that I really like what you said about having someone to like affirm you I think it is very very important because especially sometimes we like you said we get in our way in our heads and we cannot see our own strengths um, and we think everyone can see our weaknesses and it's very much not true um, thank you so much for talking about this amazing topic with us. Um, I loved everything you had to say. Um, Greatly, greatly appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, of course.
0: Um, And to our listeners, obviously, thank you for joining us. Um, We will catch you next week. This has been the Podgrads Podcast, and we'll see you next time. Bye.